entire view of the world is obscured. This is Drew. Hi! <laughs> Welcome. That's a good intro, actually. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Media Boat Podcast. Summed it up pretty well. Uh, Media Boat Podcast, where we talk about filmed entertainment, um, televised entertainment, um, music, uh, <laughs> and video Audio games. entertainment. Sure. That's our shtick. Every episode is new to Every us. Every episode is new to us. Well, especially to Matt, because he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. That's true. In case you had ever noticed um, in the past 50 episodes, nope. this is how our shtick goes. <laughs> Matt has no idea what the news is, except when he knows what the news is. Yeah, I pay attention to very few things, it turns <laughs> out, is what I learned by this, by doing this podcast. But yes, as you mentioned, something we didn't mention last week is that last week was our 50th episode. Yes. So we've been doing this for 50 top, for 50. 50 weeks. Yes, and still, we don't know what our... <laughs> I was doing an intro. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, but yeah. Shut up, you're whatever. God. It's true. Um, I feel like we're just going in a circle. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. We were right about box the office. box office this week again. Well, you were right. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's right. I decided to wager. go out on a limb and say that the comedy uh, office party would, in fact, be number one. But no. But, yes, no. Moana, three peats. Moana, Moana. Uh, third third week as your number one movie. In a slow uh, week in oh, uh, movies. 18, yeah. 18 million is the number I saw? I believe so. I forgot to do that. That's it. So you said last week in order to, for it to be number one, you had said it had to make more than 15 million. Well, it did, just barely. Yeah, it barely made over 15 million. Yeah, so... Not a lot of people saw movies, but if they did, they still yes. saw Moana. Moana was number one with 18.8 million. Not bad. With Newcomer Office Party just right behind it at 17.5. So not a whole lot of people seeing movies, but still. Um, probably did better than they thought the Office Party was going to do the first weekend. So yeah. there's that. There's that. Um, so that's probably going to stick around in your top five for a couple weeks. But will not be number one next week, of course, because... The, 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 we the have Star Wars. Star Wars Rogue One uh, coming out this technically Thursday night. Technically but tomorrow. Officially yes. Friday. Uh, so the, uh, those of you who probably are, are listening to this probably already have tickets. So uh, I don't have tickets, but yet I will still go see it tomorrow in IMAX at the 7 yes, 8 o'clock show. So have fun with that. I will be not seeing that so I don't have to deal with crazy crowds. No. So I will see but that I, probably in a few weeks. But I always like to go to the first showing because everyone hoots and hollers and cheers and it's a first experience yeah. run for everybody. No, you're right. There's something appealing about that. But it, it, it's, a, it's an experience. But if I'm going to see it, I'm going to probably see it in January. Right. Because just like you did with Star Wars just Episode like I did 7. with uh, Force Awakens. Yep. True. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's coming out. But first, before we continue there, what else is in our... Anything else notable in our box office list? Nope. Everything stays the same. Okay. Then in that case, let's move on to movie news. Um... Movie news. That's not what I wanted. Movie news. There it is. This past week, uh, as we continue our look into what will be summer 2017. Summer 17. Or just movies in 2017 in general. Not to be confused with summer 16. Yes. Summer 17. Summer 17. Yes. We have, quite have the, same the trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming that dropped. Yeah, it did. Uh, people actually like that trailer. Looks yeah, good. Yeah, okay. Looks good. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. They spent the money, so that he's going to be in everything that is marketed for that movie. Yep. <laughs> they, they, yes. Make yeah. sure that you know that he is in the this because universe. God damn, is he expensive? Because Robert Downey Jr. is the only way you can differentiate. Yeah. Between Sony. Yeah. Spider Man and Marvel it's Cinematic. Like, look, we got the Marvel guy. Look, yes. this is a Marvel movie. Yes. Check this out. Yeah. That's how they went about it's clever. it. Clever. Yes. Very clever. Um, other trailers were um, the, fate the Fate and, and the, the Furious. Furious. Which, by the way, we didn't report since this dropped since last week's show. Is yes. the name of the eighth Fast and Furious movie? Yes, F eight. Yes, as Fate and the Furious, which is way better than any <laughs> fake name I could have come up with for the eighth <laughs> Fast and Furious movies. They outdid everyone. They did on the internet. I saw some pretty good guesses, but this is better than those guesses <laughs> somehow. Somehow this is better, and it looks really good. I like their twist that they're going with here. Yeah. Uh, with Vin Diesel actually being the bad guy for once. Yeah, it's interesting considering there was a rumor going around 
when they were shooting this thing that um, there was some on-set tension yes. between Vin Diesel and The Rock. So maybe that was just promotion? <laughs> it sounds like it could be promotion. Yeah. It's like, oh. And in other trailers, we have War of the Planet of the Apes. It's a lot of ofs. It's also a lot of thes. That's also true. Also prepare for a lot of apes. A lot of articles going on here. There's <laughs> probably a lot of apes. Yep. Um, so that is, exists. Yep. Other trailers include Baywatch with The Rock and a right. surprisingly fit Zac Efron. Wait, has he not fit before? Well, well he looks more fit in this. Especially since he has to be topless for most of it. Topless. That's an interesting way of saying that he has his shirt off. Topless. Okay. That's, that's a way that it's, it's it, accurate. It's, it's a description. It, yep. Topless is yeah. not just only applied to feet. Not wrong. No. What, oh. what is this? <laughs> also, uh, we have Despicable Me 3. That trailer dropped. Oh, yeah. And you get to hear um, the villain uh, being voiced by Trey Parker. Sure. Because we have recorded on that. We were on that a while ago. And he's doing a straight-up, like, 80s-esque villain. Complete with shoulder pads and a Rubik's Cube. Sure. Okay. It looks a lot more fun than Despicable Me 2. Let's see what other trailers bring. Yeah. Um, I hope that they rebound from Minions, because that thing was garbage. Also rebound from Despicable Me 2. Yeah. And lastly, trailer that released was uh, the Christopher Nolan trailer, Dunkirk. That's the 70mm uh, thing he's shooting, yes. right? Or 60, 65? 70. 70 IMAX yeah. uh, World War II movie. Yeah. Big war movie. Big war Christopher Nolan movie. Yep. Should be interesting. I'll be waiting for the fantastical twist at the end. I'm sure. That'd be something. <laughs> All right. Actual movie news uh, was light. So huh. let's get through this. Um, sure. There's only two main movie news, and they're actually really hard-hitting pieces. Okay. First is AFI revealed its top ten movies of the year. All right. What do we this got? is the American Film Institute. Yes. Uh, in alphabetical order, surprisingly. Okay. We have Arrival. Fences. The, the upcoming mm-hmm. uh, Denzel Washington movie. Right. Hacksaw Ridge. Hell or High Water. I don't know anything about this movie. Don't know. La, la, land. What? La, la, land. Oh, La La, la Land. La La Land. <laughs> Manchester by the Sea. Moonlight. Silence, Sully, and the only animated movie on this list, Zootopia. Interesting. Over Moana, yeah. Okay. And especially over Kubo and the Two Strings. I mean, overall, solid list. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many of these will get similar um, praise going into award season, but we'll see. Uh, we will. That, uh, that's actually a little bit later. Yes, I know. And uh, lastly, in movie news, we have The Blacklist. No, not the NBC show. I was going to say, <laughs> what? This is the annual blacklist of movies that were of scripts, as voted on by producers, that are so good, they could not get it made. Yes, so these are hot scripts, yes. in other words. These are the, the ones that are getting buzzed about in Hollywood, but for some reason have not been made yet. Yes. And your top script, I'm just going to go with the number one, because it had half the votes at okay. 50%. What's the premise? It's called Blonde Ambition. Okay. The premise is, set in 1980s New York City, Madonna struggles to get her first album released while navigating fame, romance, and a music industry that views women as disposable. Okay, so Madonna biopic. 
Yes. That's that's your number one. That year? is the number one. That's super boring. It is super boring. That's really disappointing. That had over half the votes. So, that had half the votes. Oh, so. I mean, it may be a good script, and sure, congratulations to that person who wrote it. Good for you. Oh, but also on really? this. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, it's sure. I can see that as voted made, though. That's not like I don't know. We'll see. You cast Lady Gaga and you're done. Right? Why is that not a thing yet? It's too meta. <laughs> but it's right up her alley. Yeah. Who also is going to A, yeah. do music, and two, she can do it. act, and D, Wait. star in a movie <laughs> vehicle. Did we get to D? Those yeah. only three things. Whatever. <laughs> Just like Lady Gaga, I too missed the C. What? She can't hit C notes. What? Huh? She doesn't hit C notes. She doesn't? No. What? Yes. I think you're making this up. Nope. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Um, a couple other movies on the blacklist included uh, several biopics, including one about the Pentagon Papers. Okay. Which was the story before Watergate. And uh, Jackie O, another one. Another one. Not the one that's being made. You're right, not the one that's being made, but another one. Another Jackie O. And one... It was, it was just titled Max Landis Project. <laughs> okay. And the description was, a, a movie exec has the toughest time dealing with a movie when his... And even, like, when he goes up against strong forces. That was the only title, the description they give. They gave. Untitled Max Landis Project. Are we running out of, are we officially running out of ideas? No, they just haven't contacted us yet. I guess not. (laughs) Wow, this is, that's depressing. That's almost, like, equivalent to, remember that span of, like, three or four years where every movie, or sorry, every musical that won the Tony for Best Musical was a jukebox musical? That's how I feel right now. Maybe. Or we, do we have to wait a couple more years for the cycle no, no, to begin no. again? No, because these are just movies that couldn't get made. I know. I'm just I'm just upset because in previous years where I've heard this list, there have been some really solid original ideas. Well, there's also been movies on this list that have gone on to be made right. that have won the right. Oscar, including Spotlight, right. Argo, uh, Sundog Millionaire. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the Big Easy, big, The Big Short. Sure. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the vast majority of the ones you just mentioned were based on real events. Yes. So a lot of the scripts I've read were based on real events. I don't know. I'm just. I, I wish it was that, either real events or these really super meta yeah. dealing with life and the meaning of it and stuff and love and romance and death. I guess and these big was, high concepts. I guess I was just hoping for more creative stuff. Wow, we'll see. Um, okay, what else do we got? Yep. Uh, that's it for movies. Okay. Like I said, really light because we're getting in December. Uh, television. Television. Uh, back to AFI. Yes. They had their list of 10 TV shows that you should have watched during the 2016 year. Okay. That was. Yes. In, Still once is. again, alphabetical order, we have The Americans, Atlanta. Better Call Saul, okay. The Crown, All right. Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. The Night of, okay. People vs. O.J. Simpson, right. Stranger Things, uh-huh. This Is Us, and Veep. Okay, yep. Solid list. Checks out. Solid list. Pretty much everybody else's list. Yep. <laughs> um, speaking of other people's lists... <laughs> The Golden Globes! Yes. Were no, uh, nominated. Yes, there are Golden Globes that happened. Yep. Uh, as hosted by Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Uh, coming up in this, uh, January. We have a list of Golden Globe nominees, and they include a loading screen. No. Best <laughs> <laughs> loading screen. So, yeah. Just real quick, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know what the Golden Globes are, yep. but just some recaps just to make sure. This is the form press. Always, this is the one that's always confusing for people. 
Golden Globes are, are nominated by the what is referred to the, as the Hollywood Foreign Press. So these are a bunch of foreigners voting on American stuff. Also, this is notable because this is both television and film are represented. Right. Uh, so for the Golden Globes, La, La, Land leads yes. the film <laughs> with a total of seven mentions, followed by Moonlight with six. And then The People vs. O.J. Simpson uh, tops TV with five, followed by The Night Manager with four. Yep. And in special honorees, Meryl Streep will receive the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Sure. Why and not? E.S. Fallon will uh, host. So, your best picture, or best motion picture drama. Drama. It does divide those two into two categories. Yes. We have Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. And Moonlight wins. Really? You think Moonlight? Yeah. Michael. I don't know. With Manchester by the Sea has been getting a lot of. Uh, I think that's also your. Uh, I think that's everywhere. also going to be my uh, my dark horse pick for uh, Moonlight. Best picture too. My super super early prediction, but I'm putting that on in recording right now. All right. <laughs> Best motion picture comedy, or musical. Yes. Twentieth Century Women. Deadpool. Sure. Florence Foster Jenkins. <laughs> La, La Land and Sing Street. And La La Land wins. Yeah, La La Land will win. Because there's no way Deadpool, Deadpool wins they this will category. Give, God forbid an actual comedy wins the comedy award. Yes, but th- that's impossible. They cannot. <laughs> I mean, really, the Golden Globes don't really matter. So it'd be interesting if it did happen. Right. But man, that would be weird. Just imagine the Blu-ray's covers being updated. To best Gold. picture, then in small print nominee, of Golden Globe Golden nominee Globe for musical just, just, musical just, just Golden Globe nominee, <laughs> or better yet, you have uh, you do get Ryan Reynolds to do a voiceover saying, "Hey, I didn't know we were a musical. Cool, check us out." Yeah, something. Yes, I, I, they're gonna have a field day with that thing. Yep, easily already just being nominated. So we're yeah. having a field day. We're not even a part of that team. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah. Uh, and... Uh, best Director... Yep. Uh, goes for... La La Land, Damien Chazelle, Nocturnal Aminals, Animals... Animals. <laughs> I'm in the middle. <laughs> Nocturnal Aminals. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. Hacksaw Ridge, Mel Gibson, Moonlight, Barry Jenkins, and Manchester by the Sea, Kenneth Lonergan. Uh, that's another reason not to watch the Golden Globes. It's going to be that... Mel Gibson will be there. Also, uh, so, best screenplay? Uh, just one for screenplay. We have La La Land, Nocturnal Animals, Moonlight, Manchester by the Sea, and Hell or High Water. Hey, that look list looks familiar. Yeah, it does. And uh, lastly, for best original song, because, of course, we have Can't Stop the Feeling by Trolls. By trolls. Yes. From trolls. Yes, from the movie Trolls. By Justin Timberlake. Yes. (laughs) We have City of Stars, Land, by music by Justin Hurwitz. Faith, by Sing, the upcoming movie, animated movie, Sing. So, when you hear this, Faith, uh, lyrics by Ryan Tedder of One Republic. Oh, weird. Yep, and uh, Stevie Wonder. Right. Then you have Gold by Gold. Uh, music and lyrics by Brian Burton. Okay. And lastly, we have uh, my pick to win. How Far I'll Go. Yes. Moana. Music and lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, you should also do the animation category. Yep, right here. Speaking of Moana. Speaking of Moana. Uh, best animated category. We have Kubo and the Two Strings. Moana. My Life as a Zucchini. Sing. And... Zootopia, which is interesting because consider not contain not um well first of all first of all it's a Pixar snub yes for the pro- first time probably in a very long time. Uh, second thing is this is not too far off from the prediction you yourself had made yes uh, except 
for Sing being the exception here. Also, My Life in Zucchini. But yeah, yeah uh, my top three were Cuba, Moana, and Zootopia. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of surprised that you, you don't see Dory on this list. But you know what? Who knows? Makes you really wonder about the Academy Awards. And then, um, in the TV, uh, TV awards, television. we have Netflix versus HBO for Best Television Series Drama. Seriously, yeah, it's crowded. We have The Crown and Stranger Things from Netflix going up against Game of Thrones and Westworld from HBO. Yeah. Then you have your Dark Horse, This Is Us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, network television getting eclipsed here. Yep. One nominee. And then uh, for comedy or musical, we have Atlanta, Blackish, your previous winner, Mozart of the Jungle, previous winner, Transparent, and previous winner, Veep. Again, network television nominated once in this category. Yes. It's interesting. The award shows are finally catching up to the public's viewing. Well, you know, if you want people to view in, you put in yeah. stuff that... It's interesting. Yes. And uh, just for you, best performance by an actress in a television series comedy <laughs> include uh, Tracy Ellis Ross for Blackish. Sure. Gina Rodriguez, Jane the Virgin. Sure. Isa Ray, Insecure. Sarah Jessica Parker, div- Divorcee. Sure. Your probable winner, Julia Louis Dreyfus for Veep. Yep. And your dark horse and favorite, Rachel Bloom for Crazy Ex Girlfriend. Yeah, that'd be interesting, yeah. but. No way she can win. <laughs> and then, of course, limited series and special event will go to the people first. So, Jay Simpson. Yep. Don't even bother Don't going even up against bother it. reading the rest of them. Yep, and then that's <laughs> it. Cool. Okay, so Golden Globes uh, will be on. What, what's the date for that? Uh, that is January. I haven't watched that in probably the last three or four years. I don't know if I will this year. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what the picks are. Um... Sunday, January 8th, the second Sunday of the new year. Speaking of awards, I don't know if you have this, because I didn't personally look at them either. The Critics! Yes, uh, well actually, I was going to bring up, I saw, the, I heard some stuff about Critics' Choice. Yes. I did not uh, see, uh, look, or look up the SAG Awards. Oh, I did not look Those up. nominations came out this morning, apparently. Yes, those came out this morning, but I did not look those up either. Because the only reason why I mention them is because there is a tradition where... The Best Ensemble Award for the SAG Award is usually what gets Best Picture. It's a weird, like, trend in the last, like, six out of the seven years. The movie that wins Best Ensemble wins Best Picture. And the reason for this is, in theory, is because actors make up such a large quantity of Academy voters that it's a good barometer. Yeah. So... It is kind of an interesting award show, but maybe only for that reason. Anyways, so anyway, so choice. we'll just go uh, real quick then with the the top category for SAG awards. Yeah, that's probably the only one we need to read. Yes. Uh, except. <laughs> Gotta find it first. Yes. Well, no, it's just I go to CNN and then they're just a big long list. So. We're looking for uh, outstanding performance by an actor, performance, performance, female, female actor, performance by a cast in theatrical motion picture. That is your one you're looking at, right? Likely, yes. We have Captain Fantastic, Fences, Hidden Figures, Manchester by the Sea, <laughs> yes, and Moonlight. <laughs> I don't know why you yelled Manchester if I'd see it me. Because I'll tell you, that's the one that's going to win. Oh, you think? Yeah. Not Moonlight? Uh, I'm going against you in Moonlight. <laughs> I don't know why. I heard nothing but good buzz on that thing. I've heard nothing but Manchester, Manchester by the see, Sea. See, I've heard nothing about Manchester by the Sea. It stars Affleck. Yeah, the Casey. wrong one. Casey Affleck. Which, uh, who hosts uh, SNL this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Yeah, yes. that's happening. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's gonna be a weird one because this is all these nominations. I feel like I feel like these usually are a good preview about what we're gonna look for for best picture. But for some reason, I just feel like these aren't strong enough. 
Is this just a weird year for award season movies? It always feels that way, yeah. Matt. It always feels that way. Maybe, I don't know. Every it's, year it always feels that it way. It's too early still. I feel like we haven't had that one thing come out, you know? Like, typically there's like, oh, this is this is going to be the favorite. I haven't, I, just, I haven't felt that way this, this year yet. All right. And lastly, best outside of, for TV, outstanding performance in ensemble drama. We have, this is for SAG still, yeah. The Crown, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, and Westworld. Once again, Netflix versus HBO. Game of Thrones. Yes. Wait a that. Okay, uh, let's switch to the, what was it, Critics' Choice you said it was up next? Uh, those were... I can't find it. That's okay. We don't need to go on. Everything. I, when I look up Critics' Choice, I just see Critics' Choice Best Dressed. Yeah. Like the first five. Is like, <laughs> oh, come on. That's the one. Yes, that's the one. That's what I'm really here for. Yeah. Thank you, fashion. Google. Fashion. <laughs> for the critics. Yep. You know it. Anyways. Anyways. Um, actual uh, TV news and not... Uh, <laughs> yes. Not awards. ESPN announced its next 30 for 30 film, which will focus on the XFL. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I'll totally watch that. That sounds great. You like documentaries. Yeah. And you like things that expire. And I think the XFL is stupid, <laughs> so let's watch that. Yeah. Uh, that, that's that's going to come out in January. That's a January okay. movie. Next one. Cool. XFL. Cool. I'll watch that. Yep. Um, also, Hulu. Hulu. Hulu dudes. Users can now create up to six profiles per account. Wait, they couldn't before? Yes. Okay. It was just the one account and that was it. Right. So now they're adapting the Netflix model of having different personas. Correct. Persona. So if you're... So that way you uh, won't keep seeing stuff, stuff that your, your roommate are or your parents are watching right. if you're sharing the same account. Smart. Yep. Shocked it took them this long. Uh, this is currently only for website viewers. Uh, okay, but we'll but be eventually the, coming to the Yes, apps. devices will be added over the next couple of weeks. Cool. And now we have a couple of reviews to get into. So, yeah. let's, uh, I'm going to get mine out of the way. South Park, uh, season 20, it's just over? ended. Okay. Yes. And You haven't been able to watch, though, because we haven't had Comedy Central. How have you been watching them? South Park Studios Online. Oh, that's right, they stream it. They stream it online. Forgot. So, this is interesting because... Their last episode was titled The End of Serialization. Okay. Meaning that this could be the end, the last season that South Park does, a full serialized season. Yeah. Where they follow the same storyline through. I didn't think it was going to last very go long. go back. <laughs> it feels like they're going to go back to... Just doing whatevs. Yes. Uh, episodic events. Episodics. Well, I think, I mean, that's smart because, I mean, they, they ran into the... The issue this season of having to change an entire arc because of how real life events unfolded. Yes. So I don't blame them for wanting to go back to a simpler way of narrative. Right. <laughs> Plus, I feel like they're they're also very heavily involved with um, the video game Fractured Butthole. Right. They got to finish that thing. Well, that thing's coming out soon. Yeah. Too in March. Right. And so I feel like that it kind of invigorated them. Into going into a simple storyline, yeah, per episode instead of one long. Because that series. had to have been a lot of work. Oh yeah, last season, this season, and the video game. Yep, that's a lot of writing. So yeah, and considering how big the first game was, it, this is probably even bigger. Yes. So, yeah, there's a reason why that thing got pushed. So my quick review on it, um, I'm kind of glad they're they're going to go with, with it. Yeah, I, I'm kind of over the serialized structure of South Park. Even though it was fun to see Marister Garrison basically take on the Trump persona, it did get tiring after a while because then you have to keep revisiting these characters and following their storyline. Yeah, whereas if when they go back to the other other way of narrative, they can drop something if they get over it. Right. Which they probably would have in this case. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, overall, not one of their best seasons, especially being number 20. But then again... Hopefully they do drop this serialization. Um, but if you're a South Park fan, you're watching this. If not, that's okay. You didn't miss anything. Yeah. Uh, other TV shows include The Voice. This is the... Well, that was The Voice. Your Voice 2016 winner was Sundance Head. I'm just going to... 
pause in that name for a moment just for everybody to sink that sink in that this guy's name is Sundance Head. So he won uh, beating the other uh, top four fi finalists, uh, Way McDonald, uh, Josh Boring Country Guy, and um, Billy Gilman, former country star. Former um, kid singer. So yeah, um, that was your winner. Uh, probably well-deserved. Uh, the others were okay, uh, but he was probably better. So that was it. But yeah, the voice is over. So congratulations, Blake Shelton. Yes, congratulations, Blake Shelton, I guess. Uh, extra cringe congratulations because his fiance will be joining them for the next season. Uh, Gwen Stefani will return to the show, replacing Miley Cyrus's spot, um, at least until she comes back in the fall season. Yes. So they're bringing her back. Yep. Or rather, they hollered her back. Hollowed back. Came back there. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I'm not going to really say much more about it because. If you like that kind of show, you probably watched it. And if you don't, then you do not care. I'm one of the... I <laughs> fall in the latter category. Harshly into that latter category. Moving on. Um, moving on. Uh, did you finish Gilmore Girls? I did not. I have one more episode. Okay. Uh, then we have to review... You guys have to be gone for me to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> then we have to review uh, the big event that was this past week. What was that? Hairspray live. Yeah, I guess we have to talk about that. It was all right. Um, it was okay. Uh, there's too much shaky cam. Unnecessary yeah, shaky cam. It wasn't great. It wasn't well directed, really. Uh, and I don't know why it was shot the way it was. Yes. Still, it feels. It, I enjoyed it more than Grease Live, but that's probably just because I you like, like the show better than Grease. Yes, you like to play better than Grease. So yeah. Whereas I'm the opposite. Is I like the production value of Grease Live. It's got a more consistent contract. Uh, yes, I I agree. Grease Live was shot better. Yes. Hundred percent production value is way better over at Fox, but the content and the soundtrack of the show better than Grease. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, it's just it's just it sucks that it wasn't pulled off very well. Also, apparently a ratings low uh, for NBC's live musicals. Uh, the uh, lowest since Peter Pan. Not what I read. That's that's what I saw. Uh, I saw eight point nine million views, putting it over Peter Pan. Oh. If so, just barely. Apparently, didn't reach what um, they did, had for Sound of Music. Nothing's gonna reach Sound of Music. That was twelve million. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That's twelve billion, and it the had other Carrie one Underwood. they did, uh, the, the Wiz last the year. The Wiz, yes. This is man, nothing's gonna top that. Okay, Fair you enough. had Carrie Underwood. You had the Sound of Music. Yeah, I guess so. You had Nazis in it. Okay. <laughs> no, Nazis. Yeah. Ratings gold. Those Nazis. <laughs> All right. What else? Um. Oh, and just a side note, they have, they also announced their next musical. Yes. Which is Bye Bye Birdie. Yes. And apparently it will feature Jennifer Lopez in the yes. lead role. Well, not in the lead role. Oh. I don't know what Bye Bye Birdie is. <laughs> Bye Bye Birdie is a musical that is very loosely based on a Elvis Presley type character who is a pop singer who is shipped off to the military. The titular song, Bye Bye Birdie, is the his fans wishing him adieu as he goes off to war. Oh! Birdie is a... Birdie, is, Conrad Birdie is the character, and he is a Elvis Presley type. That is the plot of Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, see, I thought it was about <laughs> a jail. No. Someone going to jail. No, it's not. And, like, the bird, like, being free, like, no, Bye Bye no, Freedom. Not. It is uh, mostly known in uh, uh, to be uh, relatively relevant to pop culture as it had an entire song dedicated to Ed Sullivan. <laughs> the theater? The, the, the show, Bye Bye Birdie, had an entire song dedicated to Ed Sullivan. The theater? No, the, sh the show. The, the guy? Dude, the guy. This takes place in and is in the, the late 50s. Yes, Ed Sullivan yes, was, was relevant yes. then. Yes. Before he had the theater. It's, it's, I'm just, I'm, yes, if you've ever heard that song, that's where it comes from. Okay. Anyways, it's a very divisive show. Um, it is kind of notorious among uh, theater fans as being terribly annoying to some people and 
endearing to others. My dad is a huge fan, but everyone else I know absolutely hates this thing. So we'll see. So if you had to choose a different one, <laughs> what musical would you uh-huh. go with? That's a really tough question. Um, how to succeed in business without really trying would be fun. I don't know if you've ever seen that show, but that's a fun one. I would have liked... Same to, era. Uh, does it have to be musical? I think, yes, it does, in this yes. case, because okay. they always do these musicals. Right, so it has to be musical number. Um, yeah. Could they have done West Side Story? They have not. That would be that would be a good option. Yeah. They, they should do West Side Story. I feel like they won't because of Grease, but I feel like they should because they should. of Grease. It's, be- it's way better than Grease. Yes. Best Picture winner, the film, a film adaptation of West Side Story. So who gets to Chicago first then? Uh, or Chicago, yet, Chicago who gets happen. to the Book of Mormon first? No. Who no. gets to Hamilton first? No, no. no those are too far off. <laughs> Plus, that'd be on Disney. Keep in anyways. mind, Hamilton is still in Broadway. A yes. Early. <laughs> We're talking about adaptations. Anyways, let's move on. We'll also, talk about Hamilton. Lynn Manuel is uh, in the clutches of Disney. Right. For now. For now. So, uh, cancellations. Cancellations. We have Rain canceled. Um, however, season four will still air next year on that network. Uh, no. Other. <laughs> the network that aired Rain. Yes. <laughs> Whatever that may be. Other cancellations include Strike Back. Canceled after four seasons. I on, don't know what that is. That was the Skin, <laughs> Cinemax show. Skinamax? Skinamax. Okay. It was their late night programming that wasn't Skinamax, but <laughs> it was action. Sure. Called Strike Back. Sure. Uh, also canceled. Marco. Polo. Canceled. <laughs> after two seasons on Netflix. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if anybody was watching that. Impastor. Canceled after two seasons on uh, T- TV Land. Okay. And then Salem canceled after three seasons. Okay. Sure. Probably about time. Um, in terms of TBS, we have Search Party uh, renewed for a second season. Heard that's good. episodes. I heard that's good. Also, People of Earth renewed for second season. Ten, I don't ten know episodes. about that one. I haven't heard anything about it. That's the one with the, the, yeah, the alien special alien group of yeah. alien abduction. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And lastly, ABC has decided to extend the current seasons of Blackish, The Goldbergs, Speechless, Speechless, Fresh Off the Boat, The Middle, and American Housewives. All of them to twenty three episodes. So all of their all of their comedies. I could just <laughs> say their comedy block, yes. Yeah, their entire comedy block. Well, it's good for them. Yes, uh, Sans, um, the modern, modern Family. Right. But that's because that's they already, because had, the they full, already had the full, full order. Season. Yes. Because it's Modern Frickin' Family. Yes. Yeah, okay, that checks out. So everything just joins it. Yep. Now, death. Yeah. Uh, a couple hard hitting's, including Joseph Mascolo, mm-hmm. 80, age 87. Soap opera actor for Days of Our Lives and The Bold and the Beautiful. Okay. Then we have Peter Jackson. Wait, what? Peter Jackson, age 90, the British animal conservative and journalist. That Peter Jackson. That Peter Jackson. Okay. How'd you clarify? (laughs) We also have Bob Cransnow, age 82, an American record label exec for Electra Records. Oh. And the co-founder of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And the two that hit the hardest. Yeah. Uh, first one is John Glenn. Yeah. Age ninety-five, astronaut. Yep. Uh, probably the most famous uh, in recent years, because he's gone all around the world in less than eighty days. Mm-hmm. Less than eighty hours, eighty minutes, maybe. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, he. Yeah. Yeah, he, I think he actually holds a record for circumnavigating the globe in space for the most amount of times. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember reading about him in like middle school and elementary school. Yeah, like, like he was the astronaut. Yeah, he was the guy. Yep. And lastly, uh, the Canadian national treasure. Yep. Was stolen from us. Yep. Damn you, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> 
Yep. Alan Thicke, age 69. Uh, most famous for his roles in late 80s, early 90s sitcoms, including Growing Pains, where he was the dad. Uh, more famous in recent years for a recurring guest stint he did on How I Met Your Mother. Yes. Um, as Canadian game show host, which was always pretty good. And um, most, most recently, unfortunately, uh, father of pop star Robin Thicke. You know, I made a Robin Thicke joke the other yeah. day on Twitter. Yeah? Yeah. You did? I did. Okay. And then this happened. So it was your fault? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. If it was Robin Thicke, it would be my fault. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, um, I remember for a while when that Robin Thicke song was huge, I was always, ex- like, I would have to, ever, like, explain to people, yeah, he's Alan Thicke's son, and they would be like, Who? Explain who Alan Thicke is. Now everybody knows who he is. So who he was, and and he will be missed because yeah, he was a cool guy. I yep. I've never. I there's no re- you can't hate him. There's nothing he never did anything, like he was always just this seemed like this nice wholesome guy. Just the yeah, just not, nothing wrong with Alan Thicke, and mm-hmm. he was Canadian. So yeah, there's that. Dude. Uh, music. Music. Billboards. Yes, Billboard. Uh, going into <sighs> Billboard, uh, your Hot 100 did not change. Your number one song is still Black Beatles, which I've heard a lot more on the radio in the last couple of weeks. So have I. I think that the internet popularity has pushed it into radio popularity. Yes. Now. So it is happening. It is a thing. So, yeah, Black Beatles is everywhere. Your album list, however, did get a shakeup this week. Your number one album, debuting at number one this week. Speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Moana? No, the Hamilton mixtape, which is the pop stars do covers of Hamilton songs. Oh, that thing we reported on like a while ago. The thing is out. The thing is out. And apparently it's a very mixed bag. Yeah. So that thing's out. Um, that thing we talked about uh, last month that they were putting together. That's your number one. Your number two is dropping from number one last week, Starboy by the Weekend. Number three is the Pentatonix Christmas. Probably will stay there for foreseeable yep. future. And your four and five are new this week. Number four is the U.S. release of Blue and Lonesome by the Rolling Stones. Just now appearing on Billboard, even though it's been out for a few months in, in the U.K. Uh, and your number five is Childish Gambino's uh, new album. That would be Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Um, his new album, Awaken My Love, which I only say like that because it has an exclamation point at the end. <laughs> Debuting at number five. Ah, uh, Moana dropped out. Moana is out of the top five. Ah. At least for now. At least for now. It'll be in your top ten in the yeah. year, that's for sure. Speaking of top lists of the year. Pitchfork. I see what you're looking at. Something yes. that I read at about 10.30 last night when it first got posted. Pitchfork revealed its top ten albums. And the only reason we bring up Pitchfork is because they are probably the most credible site. When you're talking about music, music websites, yes. It's pretty yeah. much them right now and... Rolling Stones. Rolling Stone, if they still count, even though they have a print right. publication still. And, yeah. Pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, they're fairly relevant here. Their number one was a surprise to me. Yeah, so uh, I have to look at this list, but number ten was Radiohead. Uh, yeah, with their uh, a moon-shaped pool. Yep. Uh, nine, Angela Olsen. Angel my- Olsen, my personal pick for album of the year. Really? That is my favorite album this year, is Angel Olsen's album. My very, woman. Very good. <laughs> Um, that's my number one this year. My mm-hmm. woman. Yes. Number eight <laughs> is the artist Anoni. With oh, is that how you say that? Yes, Anoni. Okay. Um, then we have a tribe called Quest. Tribe called Quests uh, album number seven. Yep. Chance the rapper. Chance the rapper's coloring, coloring book number book. six. With Kanye getting above him in number Life five. Of Pablo number five, which I think you should swap those. Uh, <laughs> I did David my Bowie. list. David Bowie for Black Star. Yep. Number four, Beyonce at number three. Surprising. Yes, considering yeah. that it was at number one for... Everyone else. Everyone else, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but that makes number two, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Which makes you wonder, what could possibly be number one? Well, it's the other Knowles sister. I think they got them confused. <laughs> no, it's Solange, a seat at the table. So yes, Solange, uh, Pitchfork's number one. Uh, surprising choice. But hey, maybe it's pretty good. I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I haven't listened to Lemonade either, but that's because it's not on Spotify. Still? Still. still. That thing came neither out in March. Her, neither is her last album. Because they debuted as title exclusive, and then they remain title exclusives. Huh. So, yeah, there's nothing we can do about that. 
so yeah, uh, interesting picks. Uh, I think a pretty those. That being said, besides the ones that I haven't heard, um, that's a solid top ten. I've heard most of those. Uh, they did also release their number one songs. Yes. Are their top, top songs? T- yes, top ten best songs according to Pitchfork for yes. 2016 yes. include Black Beetle. Your current number one. Your current number one, number one song Black Beetle. Is their number ten. Uh, number nine is. True Love Waits by Radiohead. Uh, yep. Uh, number eight, Shut Up, Kiss Me, Angel, Angel Olsen. Olsen. Yep. Number seven, Work, 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 Work. Uh, number six, Drone Bomb Me, Anohi. 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 Uh, number five, Lazarus by David Bowie. Yep. I kind of like that song. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's weird. But not weird enough to where I'm turned off by it. It's good. Yeah. Turns out, David Bowie's still good. Or was still good. Wasn't all the way up. <laughs> uh, number four is Ivy Frank Ocean. by Frank Ocean. His love affair with Blue Ivy. Number three is <laughs> Cranes in the Sky by Solange. Yep. Uh, number two, Formation, Beyonce. Yep, leaving your number one has. Your number one <laughs> song Surprise of the year pick is... Uh, Kanye West, Ultra Light Beam. Yes, uh, that would be the one that they did uh, when Kanye was on SNL. Yes, like before the album dropped, that was the that's the one that has Chance the Rapper has a verse in that thing. Yes, and there's like a gospel choir, and it's it's pretty cool. I actually think that song is pretty cool. I never would have guessed it would be number one on this list, but hey, cool. Yeah. Turns out that even in that a year, shocking. yeah, even in a year where Kanye has been all over the place, and yes, I know he's always all over the place, but this year especially, it's cool that he can still produce something of that caliber uh, because he is only in that song for like a line. The majority of that song is not him, but because it is credited to him because he does the vast majority of the production work there. Uh, but yeah, um, interesting lists overall. Yep. Uh, and in terms of uh, music news, yes, um, we're a follow up from the New York ban on bots. Right. Yeah. The uh, um, the uh, scalping stuff. Yes. Uh, it turns out Congress officially passed its law as well. Oh great! So it is now a federal offense. Oh, God. Great. To use bots. I was just talking to somebody about this, um, the other day talking about just about uh, scalping in general. And I told him about the, the New York thing. It was I said that hopefully that states would adopt it. Well, now they don't have to worry about yep. that. Cool. Uh, Congress voted yes to on the bill titled BOTS, a.k.a. Better Online Ticket Sales Act. <laughs> BOTS. Someone really wanted the acronym BOTS. <laughs> hey, who, who doesn't? So BOTS Act. It's basically the exact same thing from New York. It eliminates online bots from buying up a bunch of tickets. Yeah. Uh, other news includes, uh, lastly in my news, actually. Yep. Really slow week. Uh, Mozart. In the jungle? No. <laughs> Mozart, the composer. <laughs> the actual Mozart? Yes. Actual composer Mozart. Actual factual. Oh, find out what the sales are. Okay. Um... He has sold the most CDs in 2016. Yes, I saw that. You saw saw this headline? so crazy, but yes. Yes. The only reason it's crazy, but there's a caveat to it. Yeah? Okay, what's what's the catch? So, this is because there's a bundle, you could say, called Mozart 225. Basically, being 225 years uh, since Mozart started recording and putting out uh, CDs, <laughs> <laughs> putting out music. <laughs> sure. So this is a 240-hour uh, compilation totaling 200 CDs. Right. Now you can't buy each CD individually. You no. have to get it as the bundle. So each purchase is 200 discs. Yes. So they count each per- one each purchase as 200 purchases. No, each purchase has 200 CDs. So, so but are 500, individually counted? So even though there's only been 5,556 people sales, sales, you multiply that by, by 200? 200? And yes. 
Oh, that's dumb. Wow. Yes. Okay. You get 1.25 million CDs. I know that math doesn't check out. No, but, but hey. Yes. But yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Mozart. Yep. That uh, just turns that just shows that we're into more of a digital world. Yep. And streaming. Yeah. True. Now, uh, do you have anything else for music? No. Oh, uh, I guess this is tangentially related. Uh, speaking of Kanye West, he met with Donald Trump this week. Oh, yeah. And had a, quote, discussion, unquote, about some things. Kanye says it was cultural things. Who knows what they actually talked about? Apparently it was for 15 whole minutes. And he would refu- he refused to answer questions for the, uh, for the, uh, the, the, the media uh, when they approached him. So who knows? Uh, he went on Twitter later and said that it was just some things on his mind that he wanted to address with Trump and said that um, it is important to have a direct line to the president if you want to make change, end quote. So who the hell knows? Also, he followed that up with a third tweet that said, hashtag 2024, uh, which makes apparently his 2020 presidential run delayed. I think that's because he doesn't want to go up against Trump. De- I'm depending thinking on that, that might what be he, he, what he's insinuating. Yes. yes. Depending if Trump is actually... If you liked what Trump yeah. said, yeah. and he actually follows through with it, so we'll see. he might delay till Trump can no longer But who the hell want, uh, knows, and who the hell cares, because he didn't vote. Moving on. But he got to fix the economy. Sure. He's going to fix... <laughs> I'm going to fix the economy. <laughs> get rid of all the gold diggers, right? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> He's going to drain the gold digger swamp. Drain the gold diggers. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Video, video games. games. Uh, PlayStation. for video games. Yeah. PlayStation continues its holiday sale. Yeah. Pick, stuff, pick shit up if you want to. Uh, Super Mario Run is out this week. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, actually, it might be dropped right now, 9 o'clock. For free. Yes. Uh, for the, I guess, trial version, essentially. To get everything in the game, you do have to purchase it. Right. This includes levels and uh, yeah. co-play and other stuff. But you can download it for free tomorrow and play it. So there's that. Apparently I believe it is it's a only, running game. Yes. It's also for <laughs> iOS devices. Yes. Uh, not Android yet. Not yet. So that thing is out. Yes. Tomorrow. And this was announced when Reggie went on Jimmy Fallon the right, other yes. night. Uh, he also showed a brief demo of... Um, Nintendo Switch. Uh, the Switch running... Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. Uh, but nothing really new that we didn't see already at the Game Awards. Correct. So. And he just reiterated again that January 12th will be when they announce everything yes. they're going to do with the Switch. That'll be the big Switch thing. Yes. Also, Shigeru Miyamoto was there as well in the Jimmy Fallon audience. Played with the Roots. Played with the Roots. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty cool. That happened. Um, then, in terms of Sony news, mark this under rumor but heavily uh, suggested, like the Sony leaks were. Yeah. So put file this under there. So it's most likely true, but they just don't want to say anything to scare investors. But so the rumor is that Andrew House, yeah, uh, current head of Sony, PlayStation, yeah, head PlayStation, will absolve into will absolve Sony Pictures Entertainment. And then PlayStation and Sony Pictures will become one Sony Entertainment unit. Okay. Interesting. I mean, this is the direction Sony's been going in for the last five years, so sure. Right. They're, they've been consolidating like crazy. Yes. And they're just going to basically consolidate into technology and entertainment. Basically TV, uh, phones, yeah. anything consumer. Yeah. Technology you know, on consumer side. on one side and anything and entertainment. consumer entertainment on another side. It's smart. I mean, one of the things that they've tried to do, this is all since um, the CEO, uh, the current CEO, Kaz Arai, uh, first got appointed to that position, is the first thing he did is said he wanted the p- different pieces of Sony to talk to each other better. Yep. Because previously, one p- part of the company would have nothing to do with the other part of the company. So you had 
video game team, not talking to the movie team, not talking to the technology team. So you'd have TV promotions that were completely off of what was being promoted on the television networks and just nothing made sense. So that was his directive when he, when he became CEO is, no, 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 no. We're just going to consolidate everything. So they, that's why they dropped the Vio line. Yep. That's why they uh, spun off the Bravia line into its own company. Yep. They, everything has been about consolidation. So this makes 100% sense. Yep. So look for Andrew House to be running that up. Also, uh, PS4 sales have surpassed 50 million units. So yeah, uh, j- making it join a very special club of video game systems there. That's high numbers. And it's actually on pace to do PS2 numbers. Which is which crazy. Which is insane to think about. Yeah, if you consider how popular the PS2 was and how the narrative when the PS3 was out was that nobody was buying video game consoles anymore. So to have this rebound this much is kind mm-hmm. of crazy. I think uh, mainly has to deal with a lot of online streaming services yeah. and people going for, well, I could get a media tool or a media gaming box. And, and you can thank the Xbox 360 for that. Yes. <laughs> for that trend there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, PlayStation itself accounts for 78% of Sony's profits. Yeah, it's a moneymaker. While seeing it's uh, Sony's decline profits in cell phones and movie division. So, yeah, I mean, they're making their money somewhere. Yep, so PlayStation's basically holding up the company. I mean, it has been for the last... You could make an argument that it has been for the last 20 years. Yeah. Um, The video game uh, division of Sony has always been making money. Except for when the PS3 first launched, but that's not true. Right, they tried tried to make too much money and instead had to hemorrhage. Yep. And lastly, in video game news, Pokemon Go had its latest update. On Monday. Yep. And disappointed fans all around the world. <laughs> yep. So, what was supposed to be the Generation 2 well, update... And this is why I asked last week if that's what the, that, if that was the case. That was the rumor. That was the yes. heavy rumor. That's what everyone was saying. That yep. they, they should do, they were going to do. Yep. And then every, the antic just shit on it. <laughs> so, what was it? So, instead of getting 100 Pokemon... From Gen 2, the Johto region. Yeah. We got seven. Okay. Baby Pokemon. Okay. That you can hatch from an egg. Okay. Pichu? Yes. Togepi? Yes. Uh, Magby? Magby. Elkid? Elkid. Um, um, Igglybuff? Uh, Igglybuff Tyrogue? No, not Tyrogue. Not Tyrogue? Everyone but Tyrogue. <laughs> Igglybuff? Igglybuff and Cleffa. Cleffa? Cleffa. Yes, that's seven. I almost named those all off the top of my head. I'm kind of proud of myself. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Not those... Tyrogue? Not Tyrogue. Ah, oh, Tyrogue. Everyone but Tyrogue. <laughs> I don't know why I got to be hating on Tyrogue. Yeah, Tyrogue. Tyrogue. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Tyrogue. Tyrogue. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So you can, ha- they're only a- available by hatching though. Okay. So, yep. You gotta continue walking those 5,000 miles to get those eggs. But hey, Pichu's are pretty cool. Yep. Also, they did anou- formally announce the Starbucks yes. lineup. And you can go get your Pokemon Go uh, Frappuccino. There's a Pokemon Frappuccino. Yep. Apparently, it, looks it looks purplish terrible. and weird. It looks awful. Yes. To me. But I, I would never order it. But that's because I don't order yes. the fruit. Frappuccinos. Yep. Also, uh, this update included the holiday edition of Pikachu. Yes. Where he is wearing a Santa hat. And uh, I think I also saw Togepi wearing a Santa hat. So, Santa Pikachu. Yep. Get it while it's hot. Get him while he's here. All right. And Let's... that will deal with this for Media Boat. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This uh, was our 51st episode. 51. We'll be back for number deck of 52 next week. Not our last episode of the year. Nope. Tomorrow, next week will be our penultimate. So next week will not be our big finale show. That will be the following week. But next week we should be able to tell you what our finale is going to look like. Um, have to decide that. I'll, I'll uh, go over that with you. Yes. But Okay. Yes. Then in the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. We are Media Boat Podcast or Media Boat Cast. Um, f- find us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Um, subscribe, please. 
share us around with other people. Yes. We like to talk, and people like to listen. Sometimes. We, we make funny jokes and dumb jokes and jokes. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just straight up Sometimes jokes. Sometimes those things are true. Alright. <laughs> your your mileage may vary. <laughs> Alright, uh see you guys next week. Alright. Bye. Bye.